Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friends. This is Francis Vitikovic, and you are listening to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. Today's episode is all about my unique parenting philosophy. Now, I really do think that I have a different take on parenting, and it's probably come from the fact that my kids are now older, so it's really interesting for me to go back and reflect on all those years. So I have a 17-year-old and a son that's about to turn 15, and I have to say, like, what I thought about parenting and the way that things should be done is completely different now versus back when I was in those trenches of those early years. And I almost hate that I'm saying the word trenches because it's implying that we're almost like in a war, in a battle, and that everything really needs to be hard because that is almost like the mum culture or the philosophy that people have. Like you've got to get through those early years. It's so difficult. You somehow have to survive it. And looking back, I really think that that isn't the most helpful way to approach parenting. So I'm going to share with you in this episode all the wisdom, all the lessons that I've learned along the way. Now, I hope that whatever I'm sharing with you doesn't discount your own experience, your own feelings, because if you're having a really hard time, I know, I know what it's like. I've been there, but I just want to show you that there could be a different way, an easier way. And it's one that I've definitely embraced, even though I've got two teenagers and everyone says teenage years are really hard. I have a son with a disability, has a degenerative neuromuscular condition that requires him to use a wheelchair. And people assume if you have a child with special needs, if you have a child with a disability, that life has to be so much tougher for us. And I want to let you know that it doesn't need to be the case. So first things first, I'm going to share with you where parents often get into trouble. And I know that I know what it's like because I did the same thing. In those early years, we sort of devour all those parenting books. You look at those books like what to expect when your baby is a baby and what to expect when you have a toddler and so forth. And we sort of sit there and we read the content and we are thinking that this is the benchmark that our kids have to meet in order to be a normal kid. And I'm saying normal in inverted commas because as you, well, as I've discovered, there's no such thing when it comes to a normal kid because each child is there, is an individual, completely unique, completely special. And we might actually be doing them a disservice when we're comparing them to what we think they should be. Okay. Every time you hear me say should, I'm doing my little inverted commas fingers to make it really clear that I don't think there's any should or always or never when it comes to parenting. Okay. We need a little bit of flexibility But I do now see how much grief and stress and pressure we cause ourselves when we think that our kids have to behave and think and be a particular way because otherwise, you know, they're not fitting into that mold. And what I would say to that, like having raised two kids and yes, they are a little bit older now. Here's what I wish that I knew back then when they were younger. I wish that I'd thrown away all those parenting books and just trusted my intuition and judgment a lot more as as opposed to me thinking that I had to rely on other people to tell me whether my kid was doing well or not. 
all of that comparing, all of those unrealistic expectations, and sometimes they're unrealistic if your child really was born to do things on their own timeline. Ditch those books, ditch those rules, ditch those expectations, ditch that sideway glancing. I want you to think about all those things that we stress about when they're younger, like let's just say sleeping through the night. They eventually get there. Sooner or later, they will get there. Toilet training, letting go of their pacifier, really being clingy. All of those things that we think are the most massive problems back when they're young end up resolving themselves naturally over time. Okay. But on your kid's timeline, not according to this little book that tells you that it should be, you know, a child shouldn't be having a pacifier past the age of 18 months. Did you know that nothing terrible happens if your child still wakes up in the middle of the night at four or if they're toilet trained at three and a half years or four years as opposed to two or 18 months or whatever? Like we think that things have to be done in a particular way. And when they don't happen, if we have these emotions of stress and frustration and thinking something is wrong. I want you to know, now I'm sharing this from personal experience, I have a child that did not meet them the milestones and ended up having a diagnosis at age three. But because he was my second child, by then I like learned to tap into my inner faith, my inner trust, and my inner intuition. And by then I'd almost like learned to stop looking outside so much and start looking within and asking myself that question. No matter what your child is going through right now, no matter what their challenges are, The only important thing is how do you want to show up? How do you want to show up when they are tantruming? How do you want to show up when they are falling behind at school? How do you want to show up? Now, can you see the difference? This is a different approach than thinking that you have to change your child or being disappointed in your child or frustrated in your child. It's allowing your child to be who they were born to be and asking yourself the question or almost like remembering your role as a parent. How do you want to show up? Because honestly, when you think about all the things that you can control in this world, you can't control other people. You can't control other people's opinions. And we most definitely can't control what our children are thinking or feeling. Now, I I think that most of us think that we can. It's like, oh, no, no. If I punish them for this behavior, then I'm going to get X result. And if I let it go, I'm going to get a different result that I don't want to have. Okay. I want to say that, yes, we do have the power to influence our children and guide them in the right way. But at the same time, they were born with free will. They were born with agency. Just like you can think what you want to think and you can make your own decisions, your child has that option too. And that's what I want to bring up now. Like I think that as parents, a lot of us think that our job is to try to control our children and like force them to be a particular way. And we, when we use that word control, I think that many of us think it's like, it's almost like they're our subject. They have to listen to us. You know, we're the boss. And they should do things the way we want them to be done. But what would it be like if you actually considered your child to almost be an equal? And when I say an equal, I don't mean, okay, they're a fellow adult, but assuming that they're an equal because they're just an individual, like a unique person. Yes, they are a little younger, but before you know it, honestly, they grow up so quickly. They're going to be taller than you. And the things that will stick with them is the way that you treated them. And I really find it ironic that, We're so good at being nice to strangers and friends and, you know, fellow peers. We treat them with respect. We listen to what they have to say. We assume that they don't have to think the same things as us. Sometimes we're just so much kinder to strangers than we are to our own family members. What if you were to change that? Like, that's what I've been working on for the past few years. 
Learning to really see them as individuals, respecting their differences, not assuming that they have to be exactly the same as me, giving them permission to grow and make their own choices and make their own decisions, even though I don't always agree with them. And that's okay. And I have found it like personally really helpful just trying to stay really intentional and in the moment, not wanting to wish those years away. Because I'm telling you, like I remember when they were little and it's like, oh, it's going to be easier when they walk and it's going to be easier when they're at school. It's going to be easy. It's always something in the future and you're thinking, okay, so when we get there, things will be easier. And so you almost like wish those years away. And when they're older, like I I can't even remember them being babies anymore. I would go anything to go back and just enjoy those years and like hold into some of those moments even more. Because when they're older, like they're not climbing into your bed anymore. They're not giving you those little cuddles like they used to, like things change. So even if it feels really hard for you now, appreciate it anyway, because one day before you know it, those days will pass, those years will pass and you will look back with fondness and hopefully without regret. So let's talk about regret. So I personally have found that taking care of myself. So when I make it a priority to take care of myself, take care of my own needs, I just show up as a better parent with my kids. Okay. I don't take out my frustration or anger at them. I know that I'm responsible for my own happiness and that I need to nurture myself, take care of myself, fill my own cup. So when I show up with my kids, I can simply be a better parent. It's like that saying, like, I know they say, happy wife, happy life. But the truth is, it's also happy mum, happy kids or happier kids. Now, trust me from experience, that's not to say that you are going to take care of yourself and that your kids are never going to misbehave or are going to act out, but it just equips you with more confidence, more peace, more calm to deal with any situation properly. Because remember, a lot of our issues when it comes to parenting are to do with the way that we're thinking and the way that we are showing up. And if we just stop for a moment, take a deep breath and almost like reclaim our power, knowing that whatever's going on out there, even if it's like totally chaotic, doesn't have to impact us in a negative way. We can almost like be the calm within the storm. It is up to us always how we want to show up. So just keep that in mind throughout your parenting journey. Because when you take that ownership and you stop thinking that you're a victim to circumstance, your life will change because you know that no matter what your kids are doing, well, first we need to understand that when our kids are misbehaving, like we think that they're abnormal or this isn't typical behavior, even though the truth is every child in every home around the world is potentially testing their parents out, giving them what some might consider to be grief. It is happening in every single household in this world. Every challenge and obstacle might look different for each parent, but that's not to say that those obstacles and challenges do not exist because they do. So don't be fooled by any illusion of perfect families and perfect kids because every child will have their own unique struggles in life, just like every human in this world has their own struggles. So once we've laid this foundation down, this understanding that nothing has gone wrong. Challenges and obstacles are totally normal. It's just a part of parenting. Just 
really like letting that sink in for you will give you a little bit of peace because the things that give us grief is when we expect things to be a particular way and when they're not we you know start to stress we get anxious we get frustrated how about we just approach parenting with like whatever you're facing today is exactly the way it's supposed to be it was always going to be this way but you are well equipped to cope and not just cope but really flourish in this environment you have that potential so you're probably wondering like what does that even look like like how do I flourish when the environment is totally chaotic well it's that coming back to you and taking back your own ownership and asking yourself that question again throughout your whole life as a parent how do you want to show up do you want to show up with compassion with understanding with respect did you know that you can do that no matter how your kids are behaving You can't control your kids, remember, but you can control how you show up. Now, mistakes. Let's have a little quick conversation about mistakes along the way. We are sometimes going to do and say things that we regret. Now, when that happens, so firstly, it's definitely going to happen along the way. But what are we going to do once we've showed up in a way that we aren't particularly proud of, that we're maybe even embarrassed about, and that we wish we could go back in time and change? So first things first, I want to let you know, it's totally normal as a mom to sometimes behave in ways that we aren't proud of, okay? It's going to happen. It happens in all the different areas of our life. We're going to make mistakes. We're sometimes going to fall down all good. Now, the interesting thing is this can almost be a pivotal changing moment in your relationship with your kids, because when you've acted in a way that you might not be particularly proud of, let's just say you yelled at your kids, you screamed, you lost your temper, whatever it is that happened, rather than beating yourself up, rather than dwelling on this moment forever and experiencing this guilt, because you're still holding on to this behavior action that you wish hadn't taken place. Take the chance to apologize. I'm, if we can take anything from this episode, take this one thing away. Tell your kids, like, honestly, go back. Now you have to maybe let go of some pride. Like maybe this actually feels really uncomfortable to you and it feels uncomfortable simply because you've never practiced it. Do it anyway. Just like look your child in the eyes and say, I did something that I regret. I wish I hadn't behaved in the way that I did. If I could go back in time, I would, but I am genuinely sorry. I love you. And even if they're still angry at you when you've apologized, that's okay. Because remember, you can't control your child's emotions or feelings or their thoughts. But this is something that you can do for yourself because you've tried to make peace. You can let that transgression go. You don't have to hold on to it anymore. And the way that I like to think of it, like let's just say that's an analogy of there's a vase. Let's just go back to that Brady Bunch episode when they were playing ball in the house and the vase broke. And let's compare that vase to this incident that happened when you did something that you regret. I don't think any of us want to leave that vase on the ground with all those broken pieces and just leave it there and pretend that it's not there. Even though that you really have to tread lightly around it, there's little pieces that if you step on, you can cut yourself, really hurt yourself. Most of us would pick up those pieces maybe try to glue it back together, maybe try to repair it, or we'd go replace that vase. But we wouldn't leave that broken vase lying on the ground forevermore and just ignoring it. It's like, that broken vase, I don't see a broken vase. If you broke a vase, if you did something that you regret, do what you can to repair the damage, even if it's just by giving a genuine apology. And you're doing this for yourself more than you are for your child, even though they will greatly benefit from it. I just feel like when you are showing up in the way that you want to show up in your relationship with your kids and when your behavior is in alignment with your core values, that's just say unconditional love. 
Unconditional love is loving your kids even when they are little like rascals. When you come back to those core values that you have as a parent, I think it's really important to identify the values that are most important to you. But when you're living in alignment with these values that are important to you and think about the ones that you want to instill in your kids, forgiveness, understanding, respect. Even when you're having a human moment and you're losing your cool, just take a deep breath and return back to these values that you know are important to you. So my friend, I feel like I've actually seriously just touched the surface of all the wisdom, things that I wish I knew back in those early days. But if I was just to try to summarize this whole episode, what I've like been hoping to drum into you is understanding that your kids are individuals. They're going to do things on their own timeline. You're a human. You're going to have human moments. Return to the values. Always apologize. Think about the way that you want to show up as a parent. Also consider treating your child or teen as an equal. And when I say an equal, it doesn't mean as an an adult that's exactly your age, but I just mean as a fellow human being. Grant them grace, grant them compassion, forgive quickly, treat them with respect, listen to what they have to say, and know that they are learning from you. You are their teacher. Know that my life is going to be full of challenges and obstacles, but that's the way life is. And it's not anything to stress about. I think we stress because we expect that challenges and obstacles won't exist. But when we know that it's part of the package of being a human being, when we accept it, then we can stop giving all this mental energy and power to wishing things would change and instead just step into each individual moment and think about how we want to show up. And finally, make sure that you're doing your best to take care of yourself. Sleep when you can. Nourish your body with good, healthy foods. Make sure to enjoy some hobbies and make time for yourself and just really nourish your own soul because that will positively impact the way that you show up with your kids. And one final, final point is stop trying to change your kids. Embrace their individuality. Listen to what they have to say. Listen to your kids. Let them be heard. Let them feel like they can open up to you. It doesn't mean that they're going to. Stop comparing them to others. Stop wishing that they were different. They are exactly who they were meant to be right now in time. And the struggles that they're going to go through in life, and I promise you there are going to be struggles along the way, are the struggles that they need to grow and be strong and resilient. And when they go through those struggles, I think that the best thing that they can have in their corner is a mom who loves them and is willing to support them. I think that many of us forget that we were once kids, like we were once kids growing up in a family and think about what you would have wished from your own parents. Don't feel like you have to replicate your parents' ways or their mistakes. This is your chance to write your own story and whatever's happened in the past, like if you're listening to me and your kids are 10 and 8 and you wish you could go back in time and do things differently, we can't. Unfortunately, none of us can. I think that many of us wish that we could. But what really counts is right now and moving forward, you are going to do things differently. You're going to show up differently. And I'm going to end this episode with a quote, which goes as follows. There are two things parents should give their children, roots and wings, roots to give them bearing and a sense of belonging, but also wings to help free them from constraints and prejudices and give them other ways to travel. So my friend, if this philosophy resonates with you and we're sort of on the same page when it comes to parenting, you want to ditch the rule books. You want to do things differently. You want to stop that sideway glancing, stop caring what everyone else is thinking and just focus on your own family and giving them the best of yourself. Make sure to check out my courses. I'm going to put a link in 
the show notes. There you will find so many amazing and super affordable courses for both parents and kids that are completely different from anything out there because I know my philosophy is different and it's really reflected in the content that I create. If you want to know my personal favorite, make sure to check out the personal development bootcamp for kids, because not only do I believe mindset is super important for adults, I feel like the best thing that we can do is give kids this knowledge from a really young age. So take care, my friend, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.